Hey everybody, this is Senior Pastor Joshua B. Carson saying thank you for tuning into the CT Podcast. We hope that your time here, whether you're driving down the road or whether you're sitting at home with a journal and listening in, we hope that it's effective. Maybe it'll be inspirational, encouraging, maybe it'll be thought-provoking. Regardless of what session you're listening to, we truly pray that this is a benefit to you and to your family. God bless and enjoy the podcast. Acts chapter 28. Now I'm going to read through verses 23 through 31. Thankful for what the Lord is doing not only here but at all the campuses today. When they had appointed him a day, there came many to him into his lodging to whom he expounded. This is talking about Paul expounded. Testified the kingdom of God, persuading them concerning Jesus. Watch this, both out of the law of Moses and out of the prophets. Paul said, I can preach Jesus from Moses forward. Hmm. And some believed, verse 24, and some believed, that is exciting, and some believed not. Not so exciting. But how many know that's just the way it is? Some will believe and some will not believe. The message is no less true based on who does not believe. Paul, the message is right, so what are you going to do? I'm going to keep preaching and I'm going to keep teaching. And when they agreed not among themselves, they departed after that Paul had spoken one word. Well spake the Holy Ghost. By Isaiah the prophet unto our fathers, saying, Go unto this people, and saying, Here ye shall hear and not understand, seeing you'll see and not perceive. For the heart of the people is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing. Their eyes they have closed, lest they see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. Be it known therefore unto you. Listen what Paul has to say to them. Be it known therefore unto you that salvation of God is sent unto the Gentiles and that they will hear it. You need to know that even though the Jewish people might be believing, Paul said it's not going to stop with them. It's going to be preached to the Gentiles and you better get, get your mind wrapped around this. They are going to hear it. And when he had said these words, the Jews departed and had great reasoning among themselves. And Paul dwelt two whole years in his own hired house. It became the church where he was. And he received all that came in unto him. We're going to talk a little bit today about evangelism, but there's also something to be said according to Paul himself about, I will set up a place and everyone that comes here will hear the truth. That's how Paul was doing it in Rome. Preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence, no man forbidding him. I'm going to save my title for just a few minutes, and I want you to pray with me. Would you pray this way, that God would do his intended work and purpose over the next few moments here today? God... 
We thank you. We come collectively before you today asking your work to be done, your will to be done. I pray you'd help me to preach with wisdom and clarity as I always try to ask you, oh God. I want to be able to articulate what I feel that you have dropped into my spirit, what I believe you've allowed me to begin to see for 2024. We must be what you have called us as the church to be. I pray that you'd help us here, oh God, that you would, in fact, be exalted. We ask that we would examine clearly from the church in the book of Acts and that you would do your work through the church here in Indianapolis. We ask it all in the only saving name of Jesus Christ and those that believe in him say amen. God bless you and you may be seated here today. Allow me a little more runway today than is normal. As you are seated, I hope that you will not give your attention too far to phones or clippers or anything else. We recognize that the church in Acts that we are just reading about was the in fact church declared unto Simon Peter by Jesus Christ. Jesus had told them that there would be a church and that even the gates of hell would not prevail against the church. And I submit to you at the start of this Sunday in 2024 that that message was not only relevant for that time, but it is relevant for this time. A church that reaches from the prophecy of the Old Testament and takes life in the New Testament. A church established by Jesus Christ, the mighty God, manifested in the flesh. The one whom Moses wrote in Exodus, the Lord is my banner. The one of whom the psalmist wrote, in the name of the Lord, we will set up our banners. The one of whom Isaiah prophesied, he would lift up a standard to the nations and assemble the banished ones of Israel. The one of whom Solomon would write, his banner over me is love. When I think of that banner language and that lifting, because ladies and gentlemen, we are in a war for souls. And that banner throughout the Old Testament was synonymous with wartime. The banner or the flag, as it were. We more readily go to thinking of flags than banners. And recently I came across some work that had been dis just done discussing the value of artistic design as it relates to a country's flag or banner, as we have read, while we can too easily take a flag for granted, its colors, its shapes, its symbols. They are used to represent people, environment, even the emotions or the hardships of a country. If you'll allow me to work through a handful of them today for our brothers and sisters to the north, the Canadian flag, the red and the white and that red maple leaf. You might not know this, there was a lot of fighting amongst them about that red maple leaf. The red maple leaf people won. Some here today have traveled to the beautiful country of Greece and seen their flag of blue and white representing their strength 
and the coastal beauty that is there within that country for a much different look than the stripes of the colors. You can look at the flag from South African country of Mozambique where you will find a rifle, an open book, a farming tool called a hoe and a star, each representing these different elements, that rifle representing that they have persevered through persecution, that book being opened because of their belief in education, that hoe representing the agriculture, and that star that would represent their belief and their favor in what they trust. You could look to a much different but iconic rising sun, that on the flag of Japan. And when you see that flag, you might consider what you know from history as you look at it waving in the wind. Even here in our local church, some are from the beautiful place called Jamaica. And when you look at the Jamaican flag, you see it hosting the St. Andrew's Cross with its green for its beautiful land, its gold for its sun rising, its perseverance, and its belief in great things. Some seem to find humor in these next two flags. In fact, the first of them, some of you would know. Would anyone make a guess what flag that is? Ireland, that's exactly right. And some love to look at this and, and, and recognize, and there should be patriotism around the Irish flag for those that are from Ireland. But I want you to take a look now at the next flag. And there have been people, does anyone know what this one is? Ivory Coast. Some have said they just did not try. Are you from the Ivory Coast? Oh, okay, you're just smart. Fantastic. He is a doctor after all. Between Ireland and the Ivory Coast, it was as if they said, well, I've got an idea. What if we turn? And although I recognize that I am biased and I said among friends here today, I'm not saying we're greater. I'm just saying I sure love this next flag. I don't think there's any flag more beautiful than the red, the white, the blue of the American with its 13 red, its 13 white, and its 50 stars from where we've come. And I will tell you that when we see that flag and when certain individuals in this flag see that, see that flying or see that lifted high, they recognize that blood and sweat and tears and battle and loss are the result of that flag that Flies. And I must tell you that when the news wants to put on the broadcast that there are people in major cities climbing poles and tearing down American flags, it bothers me because the flag and the banner is meant to do something and mean something and be something. And while I am proud and unabashedly so, I am proud to be an American. I am, I am, I am thankful to be a part of this country. But I will tell you one of the greatest privileges of being American, I'm thankful that someone had the opportunity to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to me and that I've been able to know without fear or favor that there is one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. And the greatest banner that we can fly is not based on the stars and stripes of this great country that we love, but we fly a banner that is that very one who has saved us, raised us, and is taking us forward. 
housed within the name of the book itself. That book of Acts is both emphasized and understanding. It is the book of Acts that is, it's not the book, listen, it's not the book of desires, it's the book of Acts. It's not the book of wants, it's the book of Acts. It's not the book of left undone, it's the book of get things done. It was the Acts of the Apostle. I feel as bold as I have ever felt in my life that it's time to declare what is rightfully ours in the kingdom of God. Recognized and clearly defined and documented as the history book of the early church, the Acts of the Apostles establishes the model for the early church as a book of action, an undeniable, unequivocally a book of of action. There was clearly understood a mandate by those who would be recognized as members of the early church. They had to do more than think church, talk church, or even just go to church. They had to be the church, irregardless of cultural agreement or disagreement. When Christ was taken, they had to be the church and go to Jerusalem. When in Jerusalem, they had to be the church and lift up through unified prayer and they had to tarry until the Spirit fell. When the Holy Ghost was poured out, they had to be the church and begin preaching Jesus. They began preaching repentance, baptism in Jesus' name, and the infilling of the Holy Ghost, and that they would be witnesses armed with doctrine and the Holy Ghost. They prayed for, they saw miracles, they saw signs, and they saw wonders. And I'm telling you right now, I am on an absolute mission in 2024 that if we're the church, that there ought to be miracles and signs and wonders. I'm telling you, there ought to be, there ought to be miracles and signs and wonders. How did they grow the church in Jerusalem? How did they move it forward beyond the city, see miracle signs and wonders, and have dramatic conversions like the Apostle Paul and a man by the name of Cornelius? I'll tell you how they, how they did it. They had to do more than just think about the church and expect what was coming as the church. They had to be the church because of what God wants to accomplish in the greater Indianapolis area in 2024 and what I believe he desires for us to accomplish even across the world as a church. I'm here to proclaim in 2024 I'm telling heaven, I'm telling hell, and I'm telling everybody that'll listen, we've got to be the church. Not a substitute of the church, not a dip, not a watered down version of the church, not some cute little lethargic adaptation of the church. We have to be the church. We have to be the one God church. We have to be the Jesus name church. We have to be the doctrine that's unwavering church. We have to be the believing in miracles church. We have to be the church that knows when we pray, things happen. I understand that I'm taking a risk and if people want to point fingers at me, if people want to call me a false prophet, I really don't care about it. I'm going to take this risk because it's not my reputation that's on the line anyway. You listen and listen well. Cancer is not bigger than God. Cancer is not able to 
I know it's a real thing, but God is well able. I've watched him dry it up time and time and time again. And I don't know why we've got certain ones that are battling, but I'm believing that God is able. I'm believing God is able for Sister McCreary. I'm believing God is able for Brother Turner. You might say, Pastor, you shouldn't talk about that publicly. No, the church talked about it. They talked about who he was. They talked about what they believed. And so I've come to be the church today. I've come to tell every devil in hell and every devil in Indianapolis, the church is moving forward. I've come to tell every divisive spirit, if you don't want to be a part of a unified body, you're not going to fit in here because we're going to be the church. If you don't believe in miracles and signs and wonders, you can't be a part of the church. If you don't believe in Jesus' name, baptism, you can't be a part of the church. You say, I don't think that Holy Ghost is for today. Well, the church does. You say, I don't believe that all that worship and praise is really necessary. Well, the church does. They sold everything they had. They took care of the poor. They worked together. Come on, don't get quiet on me now. You're going to see here in a few moments what we've done to promote not just in-reach and introspection and what we're doing here, but we got to reach this gospel through our city and around the world. And I'm going to tell you right now, the moment that we started to try to have revival in some other cities, there were people that pulled their apostolic assault rifles out. Calvary, why don't you just stay in your lane? Because it was never our lane to begin with. It's not his will that any should perish. It's not his will that anybody should be lost. We're not looking for a kingdom. We're looking to build his kingdom. We're not looking for territory. We're looking to enlarge his territory. We want everybody to know there is still a church that believes. There is still a church that preaches. There is still a church that reaches. And I honor this church. I don't get the time with every member that I wish I had. Pastor Lopez, you know my heart more than anybody here. I don't get the time to sit with some of you like I wish I could. I don't get the time to interact with some of you like I could. But I commend this church. And I honor these you precious people. It's not just our directors. It's not just those that are in public. It's those that are in private and working privately behind the scenes to raise your families and teach people to love Jesus Christ. Be seated for a moment. Room right now that since you came to Calvary in the last couple of years, God's put your marriage back together and your family back together and he's done things. 491 families that have come through this place. We gained 48,000 new followers across our social media. 48,000 people. And for those of you that don't think that matters, eight out of 10 of our visitors are from social media. It's a new world and it's a new medium. Now that's not an excuse for us not to be pounding pavement and reaching for people. Can I just go ahead? I'm gonna take a preacher's pause and say this. It's not in the notes, which this is dangerous, but here we go. That's why when they put clips on, we're not playing church. We're having church. 
And it matters when we come together as a body that we're engaged because whether you recognize it or not, you might be in the background of some clip that goes online and you don't want to be the guy in the background of that clip while everybody's worshiping. Say, Pastor, I don't care what anybody thinks about me. You ought to care... You ought to care that some person out there whose life is wretched and undone, when they see you on this screen, they ought to see, wait a minute, whatever they got, I need whatever they've got at that church. Had an average of over 2,000 live stream followers for each service. Now, that's a lot more pressure on me than you. Thankfully, I don't really recognize it until after the fact, and it hits me every now and then. I'll have multiple people that reach out and quote something from the week, and I think, had 139,000 downloads of the podcast in 78 different countries. You think the devil's happy with what we're doing? He's not happy with what we're doing, but do you think we care whether the devil likes what we're doing to try to reach around the world? I want them baptizing people in every country, in every nation, every tribe, every tongue. Sorry, media team, I know you're trying to follow me. Discipleship, 121 baptisms, 108 at the main campus, 13 at our Greenwood campus. Pastor Ollie. I think you'll baptize 50 people this year. I think there's going to be a revival hit the city of Greenwood. Oh, Pastor Carson, you can't believe it. Yeah, you can. We're going to be the church. 253 gone through This Is Home. 253 This Is Home graduates. This is level uh, two, the course that was created, and 432 have gone through This Is Life graduates. How about our family ministries? Listen. A lot of times this wouldn't make a highlight reel, but in our world today, you, you hear me. Digital protection launch in May with Protect Young Eyes, the event in October during Family Month, increasing awareness and resources around keeping. If you don't think it makes hell mad that we tried to guard the digital influence of our children and our families, we initiated ministry safe protocols at Calvary, comprehensive child protection program. If abuse has ever hit your home, you know how much this matters. We completed the first full season of This Is Family podcast, 22 episodes. If you've never went on and listened to that, you ought to, you ought to go on and listen to that. It's good stuff. You know the best part about this podcast? I don't do anything with it. If you're one of those people thinking, I can't go listen to Pastor Carson on one more podcast. I think I did one. So you can listen to 21 of them. Ministry development. Ministry development saw a remarkable increase, surpassing 150 engaged individuals aspiring to ministry. How are we going to reach Indianapolis? How will they hear without a preacher? 
66 members actively participated in mentoring, reflecting, strong commitment to personal growth. 37 mentors successfully trained, activated, emphasizing the department's dedication to equipping individuals with essential skills. Over 165 members attended in-person seminars on leadership and theology with an additional 300 participating virtually, showcasing a commitment to continuous learning. And we already established this last week, this, this weekend, one of the greatest things moving forward in 2024 is they're also going to infiltrate our evangelism department and link hands and we're going to get book knowledge but we're also going to get some street knowledge what matter does it what does it matter if we learn it but we don't share it for any young preacher looking for a pulpit I'll give you one it's called a bible study until you've ever sat across the table and had someone blowing smoke back at you while they were crying tears because you were sharing the gospel, you haven't really enjoyed life yet. I promise you, there's nothing like sharing the gospel. Facility updates. This might not be as exciting, but it is to some of us. Parking lot redesign. We increased parking by 43 number of spaces. I know some of you what you're thinking, but we still can't all be in one service. That's a good problem. That's a good problem. Redesign a fellowship hall area, big improvement for the Spanish and for the youth services. I was tired of people saying we're doing service in the dungeon. <laughs> now we got a first class looking area with our first class kitchen that the individuals and the ladies had worked so hard on a couple years ago. New video studio created in the lower level. In case anybody didn't understand that, I've already shared with you 78 countries just a moment ago. Refresh of lower level staircase, so much better. That was the one area that every time I walked in, opened those doors. Dum, dum, dum. How about this, ladies and gentlemen, our giving in 2023. This church gave over $160,000 away to missions. Somebody said, how can you do that with everything you're trying to do in Indianapolis? We can't afford not to give to the mission. If we want God to keep sending, we got to keep sending. Somebody shout amen. amen. Special events and engagement, over 300 registrants for the, 200, or the 2023 marriage seminar. Amazing kids revival, several receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Over 120 were in attendance at our youth fall retreat. That's a beautiful thing. Nearly 60 young adults in attendance at their, at their retreat. 565 people joined a connect group or an interest group. Not everybody's going to join those groups. Not everybody has to. But to be able to say of a church our size, nearly 600 joined. 403 people joined to serve team. Usually those numbers are not as high. You get a lot of people that want to connect and not a lot of people that want to. Spanish ministry. This is Calvary ministry. 19 baptisms. 102 Bible studies taught. 28 This Is Home graduates. Average of 70 people in attendance for our Saturday services. Average of five first-time guests per service. And Brother Vite reached out to me last night and said, Pastor, we baptized the first one of the year tonight. Gloria a Dios. Gloria a Dios. Why, why, why? Because we believe the gospel works. 
At our Greenwood campus, 13 were baptized, 7 received the Holy Ghost for the first time, 21, this is home graduates, record attendance a couple weeks ago at the candlelight service of 157 people at our... Why does that excite you? Why would it not excite you? Somebody asked me one time, what are you going to do if the church gets so full we can't hold it in two services? What are you going to do until we build? What are you, you going to do? We're just going to send them everywhere. This is not about us going to the biggest church. This is not. This is about getting a getting an apostolic voice in every single community. Plainfield campus, oh, the relaunch has begun. I was talking to Brother Size. He don't even get to be here. He's there today. He's there preaching. They're holding their monthly Saturday serve days and Sunday services. We've talked about that. I want you to lift your hands with me right now. I want you to pray over Plainfield. We got people from this church that are a part of that serve team. I want you to pray over Plainfield right now. Pray over Pastor and Sister Sizemore. Pray over their family. Come on, be the church for a moment. Lift your voice. Pray the Holy Ghost would fall. Pray the Holy Ghost would fall in that service. Somebody's going to walk in there empty today, but walk out full. I speak it in the name of the Lord Jesus. More recent, we've been talking about the Brownsburg campus, Calvary Brownsburg, launched November of 23. Congregation, the entire congregation that was there has now gone through This Is Home. We've started that process moving forward. There's exciting things that you're going to begin hearing over the next quarter and the next six months in Brownsburg. That is a thriving community, and it's going to have a thriving apostolic church. Pastor, that's not really our area to worry about. Yes, it is. We got to worry about everywhere that we can touch. If God opens a door, we've got to do everything we can to be the church. Educational campuses, CCC. Some of you, that's so new, you think, well, he meant CCS. No, CCC is our child care. Achieved level two paths to quality status with the state of Indiana, which is a big deal. Our CCC, under the direction of Sister Conley, has already grown to max capacity, and we're looking for ways to expand in 2024. And just in case you don't recognize it, every child that comes represents a family. The primary reason that our educational institutions exist is the opportunity to minister to families. CCS grew from 208 to 220 students expecting continued growth this year. It maintained accreditation with International Christian Accrediting Association, and this is an unbelievable stat that we need to be very proud of, 100% graduation rate at CCS. With the changes to the Indiana guidelines in 2023, you need to hear this. Some of you might need to know this. Over 95% of students now qualify for Indiana Choice Money, and the majority of families pay less than $500 per student in tuition. They are paying children to come to our apostolic. 
Why is that a big deal? Because in our chapels, they're repenting. In our chapels, they're being taught and preached about Jesus. In our chapels, kids are being filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. If you know me, I love public school, and I believe in our public school teachers, and I pray for them. But I also thank God that we have a school where we can walk them in, and we can pray over them, and we can teach And I'm going to tell you in 2024, we need an explosion of revival, not just in CCS, but we need it in our homeschool families because we have our homeschool families that are working in co-ops with beautiful, godly people. You hear me right now with beautiful, godly people. They might not have the exact same faith and they might not have everything figured out like you, but these are godly people that want to know God and love God. And we need to pray that our homeschooling families can have a breakthrough in revival and Bible studies and continued truth. We need to be praying over every one of our public school teachers. I have heard from families in this church whose children attend public schools in Indianapolis that some of our Leaders are involved in leadership there. And they say because they're there, it has brought a completely different environment to the school. I'll tell you what that is. When you walk into even a public school under the power of the Holy Ghost, filled with his spirit, anything is possible. Praise God. IBC, we're excited to have 251 on-campus students, 112 online learning students, 62 at IBC and Espanol. The spring incoming freshmen doubled in size from our previous year. There's been significant growth from the fall of 22 to the fall of 23 uh, semester, and we have now had to expand, as some of you know. We don't have one preview weekend. We have two preview weekends because we can't get everybody that wants to preview, preview it. Now, that's a fast, very quick, and I asked for people to give me some summaries, and, and um, I asked them to give me summaries. I said three or four points, and some of them sent me two pages. So I'm sorry if I didn't say everything you said. I say all that to say this. We are poised. We are poised like never before. We are poised to be the church in 2024, Acts 28 and 24 said, and some believed the things which were spoken and some believed not. Paul, some don't believe. You should probably stop preaching. You should probably stop teaching. No, the Bible says when he got to Rome, he got that house. Acts 28 says he acquired it with his own. And he stayed there right after it says that some believed and some didn't. He said for the next two years, he got in that place and he started preaching the kingdom of God and teaching Jesus Christ, watch this, with all confidence. It's what verse 31 says, with all confidence. Somebody open up your Bible. Come on, I'm about to be done. Help me find a runway. Acts 28, verse 31. Preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with all what? Now I want you to read those last words. Say them again. 
Ooh, that was stronger. One more time, everybody. You cannot stop somebody that has made up their mind that they're going to preach the kingdom, that they're going to teach Jesus Christ with all confidence. So in 2024, I declare we're going to be the church and no man is going to stop us. No ideology, no custom, no social agenda, no hell trajectory is going to be a torpedo that derails or assassinates or alienates the church. You cannot stop us. You cannot hinder us. You cannot thwart what God intends. We will be the church with all confidence. Elbow or nudge or slap a couple people, not in the face. Tell them this, nobody can stop you if you make your mind up. Brother Womble, nobody can stop you if you make your mind up. Brother Souders, nobody can stop you if you make your mind up. Sister Rick, nobody. Brother Herbs, nobody can stop us if we make our mind up. Nobody can stop us if we make our mind up. Ethan, if you make your mind up, Nobody can stop you from being the soul winner God's called you to be. Nobody can stop us, Brother Sleeva. Wait a minute, what if they try to shut down our prayer? Nobody can stop us. If That's great, Pastor Carson. That's wonderful. I know you're excited, and a bunch of us are excited too. But what are you telling us for 2024? I tell you, I, I've, got a, I've got an answer for everyone that's saying, how do I commit to be the church in 2024? I remind you that B is an action. I don't just go to church. I am the church. I must be the church. Somebody repeat after me. I must be the church. I must be the church. What happens if they would have showed up to Paul's, hear me, what happens if they would have showed up to Paul's place in Acts 28 and what Paul was said to be was not who Paul was? Last thing I want to happen is people to show up to this house and we are not who people say we are. I don't want to put I don't want to put restrictions on our prayer. I don't want restrictions on who we are in our worship. How do I commit to be the church in 2024? Prayer, fasting, giving, and living. Prayer, fasting, giving, and living. Pastor, I've been doing that for a long time. Let's go. If you're used to fasting one day a week, maybe it's time to fast a day and a half. That went over like a lead balloon, but I... If you're used to praying 20 minutes a day, maybe it's time to give 30 minutes. If you're used to buying new cars but not giving to missions. If you're used to buying great shoes but not dancing in them. How am I supposed to be the church? I can't be a substitute for the church. I don't want to fake love, and I don't want to fake religion. I don't want shallow worship, and I don't want shallow lifestyle. I don't want to be one thing when I'm here and something else when I'm at work. And I don't want to be the church that's holy while we're in the building but unholy when we're at home. We must commit. 
like never before to reach for the lost. I want anybody on the evangelism team, I want you to stand up. Anybody that's on the evangelism team, I see you, Brother Churchill. Anybody that's on the evangelism team, I want you to stand up. Brother Trano here, he may be coming to the next service. Look at him. I will tell you right now, we got to reach 2 million people and we need more than this. Now, I know some of you are thinking, well, I'm witnessing, I'm reaching out, I'm doing it. Yes, but we got to have more than we've ever had before that are a part of evangelizing the community of Indianapolis and the Where were you yesterday? Irvington, is that right? Well, most of us were going about our Saturday. They were incognito. Not so incognito, really. If you've ever been around them, they're oddly unashamed. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, the Jew first and also the Greek or the Gentile. And Paul said, it's happening. Evangelism team, we're going to join you and help you in 2024. You may be seated. In 2024, how do I commit to be the church? My prayer life is going to grow. In 2024, I'm going to teach more Bible studies than in any year previous. If you've never taught a Bible study in your life, hear me, hear me, hear me. If you've never taught a Bible study 2024 is your year. You say, well, I can't do it. The Bible says that when he filled you with the Holy Ghost, he gave you the power to be a witness. So in 2024, I'm going to teach more Bible studies than ever before. In 2024, now I'm going to declare something over the church and over the city right now. In 2024, we will see more repent. And we will see more water baptisms and we will see more filled with the Holy Ghost in this church and in this city than we have ever seen in one year's time. In the, I'm talking about from the greatest revivals of days gone by. I declare that in 2024, we're going to see more repent and more be baptized in the name of Jesus and more be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Pastor, it's not a competition, no, but we are on a time limit in our reach for souls. If you're under the sound of my voice and you haven't repented of your sins, if you are living with sin in your life, you please hear this preacher very clearly. If you're living with sin in your life, you are on your way to hell. I cannot mince words about this, but if you will repent, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is faithful and just to forgive of every one of those sins. If you will repent, he will take your sins away. And I've got good news and I've got bad news. No one else, the bad news is no one else can take them away, but the good news is the one who can is in this house right here, right now. He's in this place. You say, well, how do I do that? You lift your hands and say, God, if there's anything wrong in me, if there be any sin in me, I pray that you would cleanse my heart and cleanse my mind. Forgive me, oh God. If you're under the sound of my voice and you've never been baptized in water, completely under the water, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, I'm sorry. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. There's no other word for it. Peter preached to them in Acts chapter 2. You've got to repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission. You've got to repent of those sins, but for the remission of those sins, you've got to be buried. 
you got to be buried in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, that's not really the way I think it should work. Well, that's the way this thinks it should work. And in 2024, we're going to do our best to just keep preaching the Bible and the Bible only. Is that all right? If you're here and you've never been filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, evidenced by speaking with other tongues, as the Spirit gives the utterance, you need to know that promise is for you. You say, well, I've come here for years and that's never happened for me. Well, it can happen for you any day of the week starting today. If you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking with other tongues. Come on, I need a witness in the, in the room as I begin to close this thing. You can be filled. I speak over our city. I speak over our communities. Repentance is coming and heaven is going to rejoice. Baptisms are coming and heaven is going to partner with us through this. There will be filled multitudes filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I preached it already, but I say it again in my conclusion. In 2024, we will see miracles. We will see doctors. We will see doctors say, I can't explain it. And I know we had it a few times in 23, but I'm ready for it to become something in 24. We walk in with expectation. Who was healed this week? Who was delivered this week? Whose life was forever? What doctor got perplexed this week? In 2024, we will fly the banner, our flag, to declare Jesus Christ is real. He is our Savior. He is our healer. He is our protector. He is our comforter. He is our provider. And we are His church, and no man will stop us. Stand with me all over this house. Lift your hands towards heaven if you're willing and say, God, help me to be the church. Help me to be the church. Help me. I need some mother, some father that would say, help our family to be the church. Huh. Brother and sister, how I feel like the Holy Ghost is going to be poured out in homes this year. Come on, when we be the church, it won't sound odd to your children to hear you speaking in tongues in your own home. It should not be more common in our houses that they hear spouses yell at each other. Let's go. I, I, praise team, come on down. I want to go to that Build Your Church song. Build Your Church. We're going to go fast. I don't want anybody to weep. I'm excited about what... Brother Massengale, I heard you. Give me one of those. Woo! Woo! I feel like telling hell, look out. I feel like telling the church, get ready. We're ready to be. Three and a half years ago, the 
If somebody would ask me when we came here, what do you think God's going to do? I would have told them what I'm telling you. I think God's going to give revival. Brother Ross, some people said, do you think God will ever even let that building get full again? If just showing up at church was enough, we've done it. If we want to go back to one service and just worship the fact that we got more people than... But that's not being the church. It's an attribute of it because we're reaching and we're teaching. But part of being the church this year is going to be taking the hand of the neighbor in the cubicle at work next to you. Part of being the church this year is going to be walking across that construction site and they've never done anything but make fun of your religion but a life life dilemma is going to hit their family and they're going to know you're the one guy and it's going to freak you out when they walk up to you they're going to say I know you pray I need somebody that can touch it. Is God big enough to work through sawdust? Be in the church is going to be some kid that walks into a school where they feel isolated and alone. But they recognize the kid sitting next to them in the nice clothes has cut marks under. And their life's not perfect. Their parents barely talk to them. And What's it mean to be the church? Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is. Throw your hands towards heaven. I want us to begin to thunder all over this place in prayer. I know some of you want to come to the altar. You want to be the church in 24. You want to bring that commitment to the altar. Come on to the altar. The altar's open. Come with hands lifted and hearts open. Your mouth's declaring, I will be the church. I will be the church. I will be the church. Build your church, oh God.